0: Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with editor in chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a couple of my new favorite stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul The Miracle of Love. So, Love at First Sight is one of those movie or summer reading topics that we all enjoy, but does it really happen? Well, we have so many stories about love at first sight in our new book that we made a whole chapter for them, and I'm going to share a couple of them with you today. Idella Anderson says that it was the first day of kindergarten for her daughter, and what made it even more of a big deal was that Idella had recently separated from her husband, and she and the kids had moved to a new apartment in a new school district. So Idella really wanted to stay and make sure her daughter was okay, but eventually she got a stern look from the teacher and she left. But she did return half an hour early to pick up her daughter at the end of her first school day. And some other parents got there early, too, and they were all peeking in the glass window of the classroom door. One of the other parents was a man, and Idella thought he was incredibly handsome, custom-made for her, she says. He looked at her with his intense eyes, just long enough to make her blush. And she wondered, is he really looking at me? Idella hadn't been on a date for nearly a decade, and she really didn't know what was going on, but she knew one thing. She seemed to have fallen in love at first sight with a guy whose name she didn't even know. The next day, Idella got there early again, but the man wasn't there. Her daughter emerged from the classroom full of news about the day, but Idella was only half-listening as she was really scanning the crowd looking for that man— As she and her daughter walked to their car, there he was, hurrying to the school. And amazingly, he was feeling the same way as Idella because he said hello, told her his name was Nathaniel, and slipped her a piece of paper with his number on it. Idella didn't call him that night, or for a while after that, but they did continue to see each other at school and they made small talk. And eventually she called him, and then they talked about everything their recent failed relationships, moving on. They didn't actually become involved for two more years. Idella wasn't ready, and neither was Nathaniel as they were both finalizing the exit from their relationships. It turned out that Nathaniel was not picking up his son from school. It was the son of the woman he broke up with, and they were working out how he would remain part of the little boy's life. Idella says, I knew that I loved my now husband the very first time I saw him. Because of him, I can attest that love at first sight is real. After 12 years and two more children, we are still in love. And honestly, every day feels like the first day. So Idella fell in love at first sight, even though she didn't believe it was possible. And Susan Trow tells a similar tale in her story called When Lightning Strikes, from the same book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Miracle of Love. Susan says it was the year that an article had been published in a national magazine stating that women over 30 had a better chance of being struck by lightning than finding a husband. Everyone Susan knew was talking about the article, especially because they were talking about her. She was 33, never married, and she was working as an elementary school teacher in the inner city. She was so tired at the end of each day that she just wanted to curl up in bed with her lesson plans. She'd given up on finding love, and she considered her first graders to be her kids. She had even moved in with her brother, so that's who she hung out with when she wasn't at work. She had had plenty of boyfriends in the past, but none of them had been the right one. So now she was resigned to her fate. She would be alone With no kids forever. A few weeks later, someone was coming to the school to teach the teachers how to use music and movement in the classrooms. There would be mandatory workshops in the empty classroom next door to Susan's room. Susan did not want to go. She already used music and movement in her classroom, and she didn't need some outsider teaching her what she was already doing. Then a flu outbreak hit the school, and Susan was one of the victims, and she was out sick for days. She called in to check on her class, and she learned they were behaving horribly, and they were giving the substitute teacher a really, really hard time. Susan said she'd return, even though she wasn't 100% yet, but she was told, it's fine, you can return, but now that you've admitted you're well enough, you're going to go take that workshop you've been avoiding. So that meant Susan would return to school, still sick, and be forced to sit in the classroom right next door to her own, taking a workshop she didn't need while knowing that her students needed her and were just through the wall, which was an awful thought. So Susan took another sick day. When she finally returned to school, that workshop teacher was still around, and everyone was talking about how great he was, using words like adorable, smart, fun, amazing but now it was too late because he had finished teaching the first grade teachers and he was moving on to other grades. Susan was relieved because she hadn't wanted to go anyway, but then her friend and coworker intervened and she got Susan assigned to the workshop, even though the first graders were finished, and she dragged Susan across the parking lot to meet the workshop teacher to see if it was okay for Susan to attend at the wrong grade level. When Susan and the workshop teacher saw each other in the parking lot, the electricity between them was so intense that it knocked Susan's friend back a step. Susan says that the moment she saw his face, a voice in her heart said, Oh, there you are. And she said that she knew then and there that she would marry him. The next day in the workshop, as the instructor was arranging the teachers in a circle to show them how to get the students to do that, his hand touched Susan's. Instantly, his head snapped up and he looked Susan in the eye. And later, he told her that was the moment he knew he'd marry her. And they've been married now for 30 years. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. Please make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Play or wherever you like to get your podcasts. That way, you'll get each new episode automatically downloaded into your phone. And if you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Miracle of Love, you can find it on our website, chickensoup.com, by clicking on the podcast button and looking at our featured books. And you can pick up a copy for yourself at Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, your local independent bookstore, Walmart, Amazon, Chapters Indigo, Costco Canada, and wherever else books are sold. Come back for our next episode to hear from Joy Gordon, who is the CEO of that wonderful nonprofit, Dress for Success. We're going to talk about how Dress for Success empowers women all over the world to support themselves and their families, and how our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, the Empowered Woman, is supporting them in that effort.